the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the business savvy singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I am so excited today, I have a very special gentleman with me. Several years ago, I was invited to sing at an event where Billy and his current group, the Spaniels Forever, were also performing. We met that evening, and the rest is history. (laughs) I invited Billy and his group to perform with me in a production that I wrote and produced entitled Motown Pride of the Motor City. We have traveled performing the show to full houses and rave reviews. During this time, Billy and I have become wonderful friends. I am one of his most ardent fans and admirers. Hi, Billy. How are you today? Oh, fine, Greta. Uh, it's, it's such an honor and a pleasure to be with you under any conditions because we have a lot of fun together. Yes, we do. <laughs> for, for my listeners today, we are at my lake home. We have had lunch outdoors. It's a beautiful mm. day. <laughs> it is uh, an 80-degree day in October. So we are really lucky. It's sunny. It's beautiful. And we're looking out over the lake. So my, my guest, Billy Shelton, is just a great guy. We are going to have fun chatting with him today. Um, I might add that Billy is 86 years old. He has been in this business a very long time and uh, has a lot of interesting things to tell us. So we're going to get started. Um, I would like to know, when did you start singing, Billy? Greta, I started singing when I was three years old. Wow. I, I, I loved music. I, music just pulled me in. Wow. And uh, I grew up in the church. My, my grandmother was a minister, my grandfather was a minister, and my father was a minister. Wow. So I just, and church music, that, that's how it all started. Okay. That's where the music came from anyway. Yeah, well, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Many people have had their start in the church. Yes. Absolutely. Well, that's great. Now, where did you grow up? Chicago. In Chicago. That's I uh, spent my formative years in Chicago. Uh, and when I got to be about 13 years old, my father was a, a minister, a, a Methodist minister. And okay. they have a... I, I don't like the way they, they do because they have uh, the minister to go into a town and build a church and 
then by the time you make friends and you're part of the mm -hmm. community, they will send the minister to another place. So then he was immediately sent to Ohio, Akron, Ohio okay. after that. Well, if I may interject, I think that happens because your dad was successful at building that church. They could count right, upon him right, to build right, right, a church and right, then move him to another right, place and right. build another church. Yes. And so that's, that, that speaks was, very highly of your dad. It was good for him, but it was bad for me yeah. because <laughs> we were poor yeah. and every neighborhood we move in I'd have to go through the gangs. Yeah. You know, I'd have to prove myself with yeah. the gangs, and they, yeah. they want to see what you're made out of. And yeah. Then by the time you you get, <laughs> you get established, and you go to another. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> but I'm sure it taught you a lot of great skills in terms of being able to running, manage yourself. Yes, running, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> running skills. That yeah. is hilarious. But I'm sure you've really learned. I know that you have learned to really um, be cordial with people. People love you. People love you. And, and, you know, those are all skills that you learn sometimes through situations that are not ideal. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I believe, Greta, that the greatest gift that God can give anybody is a true friend. Absolutely. I believe in friendship. And all through my life, that's carried me through. Uh, Steve Harvey, he, he made a statement. He said, you know, as hard as it is, you can go through life after your father dies, uh, your sisters and brothers, you can live life without sisters. And even if your mother leaves the earth, you can make it. He says, but if you don't have a friend, yep. life is really going to be rough That's on right. you. And That's I, right. I agree with him. I agree that. with him, too. Yep, we, we are social beings, and we need... We need friends, yes. people in our corner. Yes. So, how did you meet and begin singing with the original Spaniels group? And you might talk a little bit about who the Spaniels were. Some of our listeners are young. They may not know who the Spaniels were. <laughs> well, in the year 1948, my dad, being successful where he was, they sent him to Gary, Indiana. So we moved to Gary, which to me it was the last of the boom towns mm -hmm. because at that time they had the largest steel oh, mill yeah. in the world and people migrated all over the United States to get to Gary. Mm -hmm. At one time the, the population of Gary was pretty close to 200,000. Wow, yeah. yeah. And because of the steel mm -hmm. mill. So here I, uh, I, I went to Gary and I enrolled in Roosevelt High School. Okay. All right. Uh, after enrolling in the school, they, uh, I was going, I thought I could sing because in Chicago, I used to have little groups and go around. Mm -hmm. I, and I believe Chicago, I grew up in, in the area where Sam Cooke, Lou Rawls, Bo Diddley, wow. Nat King Cole, wow. Minnie Ripperton, uh, Dinah Washington, wow. around, Mahalia Jackson, mm -hmm. around all of that. And what part of Chicago was that? The south, southeast part. Southeast part. Uh, it mm -hmm. was right at Cottage Grove and like 40, 41st wow. Oakwood Boulevard. Yes, uh-huh, yeah. And everything. And uh, the name of my school was Oakland School, the okay. elementary school. Mm -hmm. 
and they had monumental Baptist church and they had in my church I, because I was Methodist uh, I went to the Methodist church down the street mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> it was just such a, a lovely community in that part of Chicago was the park districts mm-hmm. so there was vegetation you know a lot of yes. parks and things yes. and it, I never will forget that wow. was really a, a something to remember yeah, and I'm sure a very rich and vibrant culture yes it yeah was. that's just fantastic so we would all this was before air conditioning became popular in homes it would be hot at 11 10 11 so we come out on the porches and sing to each other all night wow. Sam Cook would be oh there my and gosh. Would, all of these kids we wow. were just a bunch of kids growing up wow and Sam and I had a lot in common because his dad was a, a minister mm-hmm, too mm-hmm. and everything so it was it's just something I'll never forget and uh, getting back to Gary when we, when we moved to Gary I met a guy named James Hudson Pookie Hudson 1948 okay and I was pretty astute at getting groups together. I thought I could sing Greta <laughs> for, when I, around that area, but when I got to Gary, I found out I couldn't sing at all because <laughs> you had people coming in from Mississippi oh, and yeah, Louisiana, from all, over, all yeah. over the United States. Yeah. And they would all meet up and, and have song battles. And wow. Everything. So I, I liked Pookie, that that's what his nickname was, James Hudson. Uh, he was later to become the voice, the lead singer of the Spaniel. Billy arranges all of the vocals for the male groups that he sings with. I asked Billy how he became such a wonderful arranger. He told me that he learned from his mother, who was a church choir director. And she knew that I had this gift. I was like a, a little tape recorder. If mm-hmm. I heard something, I could mm-hmm. mimic it, mm-hmm. you know. So, in those days, I could sing soprano because mm-hmm. I was Cause you were a little a, boy. A little boy. Mm-hmm. But uh, my voice was always heavy, but I I could sing. Mm-hmm. So, in what the the section that she needed support, the, the, maybe three of the sopranos didn't show up. So mm-hmm. Billy. Go over in the sopranos. <laughs> and sing if the this. altos didn't show up, yeah. the other Chibilly wow. go to the That's altos. That's a great experience. Uh, uh, the tenors sing, go to mm-hmm. the tenors. And I hated that, but that that made me That's what right. I am. That's you know. Right. And I got to, I learned the rudiments of harmonies. and mm-hmm. that. I wouldn't know a note if it walked in the door. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but you've got great ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah my ears are good. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. And, and, uh, so that's who I, I attribute my my skill from, you that's know. That's fantastic. My mother. And uh, it was, I dreaded it for so long. Mm-hmm. But then again, I said, well, I, I can do all this. I'll get some kids on the mm-hmm. street and, we, mm-hmm. and, and I say, hey, you sing this mm-hmm. part and you sing that wow. part. Wow, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it, it's amazing the kinds of things that, we're exposed to as children that we have no idea how those things are going to figure into our lives. That's later. right. That's yeah, right. It's, it's really great. It's great. Okay, so I want you to tell us about your Hall of Fame inductions. Well, 
I, I, I don't know what to say. I think it's being at the right place at the right time, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the Spaniels were inducted in the Smithsonian Hall of Fame. Wow. That, that was good. The Spaniels are in four different halls of fame. Billy told me many fascinating things about his musical upbringing and some of the cool people that he knew as a child. Absolutely fantastic. Well, I was more in the gospel thing. I, I would listen to to uh, all the gospel groups, mm -hmm. uh, groups like the Dixie Hummingbirds yeah. and the Swan Silvertones, yeah, the Soul Stereos, that were singing the maybe acapella. Gate. And, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, when I was a little boy, I could listen to the radio and mimic whoever was mm -hmm. singing pretty, pretty close. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when my, my dad moved to, to uh, well, I got got to tell you this. In Chicago, I was about maybe six or seven years old, mm -hmm. and I could do that. We lived up over a tavern, mm -hmm. uh, apartments in Chicago, mm -hmm. right there on Forty Seventh Street, mm -hmm. right around the corner from the the Regal Theater. Okay. And, uh, so the drunks, the, the <laughs> alcoholics would hear me sing and say, wow, hey, hey kid, come. So they would get a soapbox and stand me up <laughs> on the soapbox and get their friends to come around wow. and have an audience. Oh now. my gosh, that's great. And I could, I could sing like, well, back in those days, it was the Mills Brothers and yeah. the Ink Spots yeah. and, and, and uh, Bing Crosby and the yeah. Charities. That. Wow. And I, I could sound like that uh, yeah wow and they would give me nickels and dimes and quarters well, so you were a professional working musician uh, at three years <laughs> i was three years old when that wow happened. Yeah. i'm so happy to be able to share some of billy's observations about life and the music business he was born in 1934 and has seen many changes in the world he shared with me that he has served in the military and he spoke about the many changes that have occurred from his time in the Army as compared to today. Billy spoke about a particular incident during his time in the U.S. Army. He was stationed at Fort Lee, Virginia. Let's listen. In Fort Lee, Virginia, that's mm -hmm. the South. Well, mm -hmm. I'm a... Chicago boy, I didn't mm -hmm. know anything about the yeah. South. It, yeah. it started coming on me, you know. Here I am. Uh, I, I've got my uniform on, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm, I get on the bus, Petersburg, St. Petersburg, for the go to my uh, fort, and the bus driver says, "You have to sit in the back of the bus." Wow! And I, I, I told the guy, I said, "What? What? You got to be joking, you know?" Yeah. You see this uniform I've got. This yeah. means that I'm willing to die for this country and you and this yeah. town yeah. and you're telling me I got to go to the back of the bus yeah he said yeah he said cuz uh, you'd be arrested if you don't unbelievable arrested and I found out later that the great Jackie Robinson mm -hmm. was actually court-martialed because he wouldn't go and sit on the, he was a lieutenant wow. in the army he wouldn't sit on the back of Tony Bennett lost a stripe because 
he wouldn't s separate from his black friends that he was raised wow. with in New, New York, you know, wow. and everything. Isn't that something? It's really something. Yeah. Those were just really terrible times in our in our country's history. Yes. Terrible, terrible times. You know, you you're going overseas, you're risking life and limb to protect this country, and then you come back and and aren't treated very well. And that was true for so, you know, for all of the the African American soldiers. Right, right. It was uh, it was a terrible thing. So for our listeners, can you just send sing up just a little bit of the big hit song? Oh yes. And and what movies has the song been in? It's been featured Not in. Not what movie? It's about five different movies. Yeah. Three Men and a Baby, American Graffiti, American Hot Wax Diner, and another movie that wow. I can't think of. But wow. at least yeah, five it's been movies. Featured in a lot of things. And so. all of the top stars have done it, from Tony Bennett mm -hmm. to the Platters, mm -hmm. uh, the McGuire Sisters. All the big groups have covered that song. Yeah. And the song, so at one time, it it became so popular, they said it was second only to Happy Birthday. Wow. You know? And every time they'd end the show, they'd end it with That's Good Night, Sweetheart. That's yeah. great. Well, I think, you know, for our listeners, um, you guys have probably heard this song somewhere or another, but I'd like you to, to, to sing it. Maybe I'll sing with you. How's that? Okay, all right. We can just Who's do the that? first phrase. Do, 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 do. Good, Good night, night, sweetheart. sweetheart. Well, well, it's time, time to go. Do, 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 do. Good night, sweetheart. Well, well it's time, time to go. go. I hate to leave you, but I really must say Good night, sweetheart. Good night. The holidays are coming up, and it's time to start thinking about gifts for those special people in your life. Do you know an aspiring instrumentalist or singer? Take a moment to head on over to theprivatemusicstudio.net and check out the many offerings. There are options for folks of all ages and experience levels. Put a smile on someone's face with a gift of music. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by theprivatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.